Alrighty guys, it's your girl Petals Talking. I'm back at you again with another podcast and today I wanna to talk about the adultification the adult I said the The adultification of children. And I'm gonna talk about some other things. So um I'm not gonna really get into too much on this here app, but I'm going to talk about the adultification of black girls. And I know when we talk about adultification, we talk about adultification of black girls a lot. But I did not realize it was real until now. So I work at a um, daycare now. And you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. I try not to go in there and be judgmental, but I see a lot of stuff that in this conversation... um. We're going to also be talking about why you should save your money and for the first few years of your life, you need to find either a good daycare, a really, really great daycare, or you need to be a stay-at-home mom. And I'm going to explain to you why. So, um, my, ba- my, okay, so I work at a daycare, right? And my classroom are like my babies, like... I have a classroom, and I kind of work with babies, but I'm kind of still in training, so they have me moving around everywhere. So this little this little girl, right? I have this one little girl in my class, and a lot of students at this daycare, I'm going to be real, is predominantly um, either, like, there are a lot of races at the daycare, but there are not as many black children. Like, I have yet to see a child there who is dark skin i've seen brown skin kids but i have yet to see a little girl who is dark skin there honestly like in my classroom of babies we only have one black baby (laughs) you know and um the only reason why i said dark skin is because i just want you guys to kind of create a mental picture mental picture so today i was in one of my classrooms and um I have some other coworkers there because, you know, you have to, um, if there's a certain amount of kids, you have to have people. So this one lady, and mind you, I'm in a class filled with one-year-olds, one-and-a-half-year-olds, almost two-year-olds. And one lady goes, um, we're going to nickname the little girl. I'm trying to think of her real name, so I know not to mistakenly use her real name as a fake name. I'm trying to think, what is her real name? Um, I think her real name is, oh, I remember her real name. So let's call this girl, let's call this girl, I don't want to make up a fake name and call her Keisha, but let's just call her the little girl, um, Anna. We're just going to call the little girl Anna. So, the the lady says says and she's talking about Anna, this one year old little girl. She says, Anna got a wagon on her. I'm trying to be like her. Now we're not. I'm not stupid. A wagon means like you have like a big butt. Mind you, I oh, I don't want to feel like I'm over exaggerating, and I also didn't want to want to report her because I didn't want to be a snitch. Right, so I did not report her to my boss. Um, let me know in the comments if I should report her. But she says that one year old little girl, like she 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 said, you know, she's saying that one year old little girl got a wagon. This child is one. Let her be one. 
Like, she's not even 16, you know, 17, you know, you know, she's not even at that age where you can, you know, say things like that. She's, she's one. And you're saying, you know, this girl got to, like, come on now. Do you have to, do you have to say that about a one-year-old? Like, you know? And, like, it's kind of like, damn, if your one-year-old says this, right? I mean, not your one-year-old. If you're saying this about a one-year-old, I wonder what you'd be saying about these girls who are 14, 15, 16. You'll probably, you know, she'll probably be calling them fast and this and that. And what scares me is that Shorty has a whole daughter. She has a daughter, you know? And, um, I was kind of disgusted, like... See, this is the type of shit, it starts out as saying small little comments, you know, these little small comments, and then, you know, as they get older, it's kind of like, come on now, like, it's it starts when they're young, and I should have nipped it in the butt, but I didn't, because I was such, I was in shock, and the type of stuff that, you know, she, like, it's... I don't know if she understands what she's doing, but when you start sexualizing our girls at the age as early as she did at one, it's like, come on now. And I know you guys are going to try to, you know, be willfully dishonest or, um, you know, like willfully, you know, playing dumb or playing stupid saying, oh, you know, you know how, you know, she meant anything sexual about it. We're not dumb. Like, I know people don't be like, oh, you got a big butt just to say that. No, it, no, having a big butt is, is something that is sexual almost 99% of the time. Like, and it's like, why did you have to say that about that little girl, you guys? And, y'all, they also, and, you know, another person, this, well, another person was participating in the conversation, but this person also said, um... You know, she got an attitude. Like, the little girl got, like, an attitude, right? She is, I believe she is the only black girl in the class. And she was like, you know, this little girl, she got an attitude. Like, you saying she got an attitude. Like, she, like, she got, like, an attitude before she's even old enough to, to say attitude. Before she's old enough to even, you know, know what an attitude is. This girl barely know her name. This girl not even potty trained yet. Still in diapers. And y'all, this is the type of shit that we gotta nip in the butt. Like, you know, I know they said adultification starts as early as five. But no, this shit is starting at one. Like, come on now. And another thing I noticed was that, like, girls who are, um... Girls, because I also have another girl, um, but I'm not in her class. But she's, like, a lot more talkative and, um, you know, she's, like, very friendly. I noticed some things about her. Like, she's friendly. And I also noticed that she wants to be babied. Like, at my daycare center, like, we're allowed to, like, uh, hold kids in our lap and stuff like that. And, like, rub them on their back and stuff like that. I noticed that this girl, you know, like, she wanted, like, attention and stuff like that. And one of the guys called her, one of my coworkers told me, you know, she's a pain in the ass. That she's a pain in the ass. And we're going to call this girl, um, let's call her Sandy. He was like, Sandy is a pain in the ass. And I'm like, bruh, come on. She's four. 
I know kids in general can be like a pain, you know, because, you know, you know, kids, they running around and stuff like that. But she's a child, bro. She's a child. And you're already calling her a pain in the ass. And this little girl is one of the only black girls in her class. I don't even, I'm not sure how many black girls is in her class, but I'm pretty sure it's only like maybe her and another little girl, you know? And you guys, I was just so frustrated. Like, kids in general, like, not just her. Like, all the kids are are, are not always on their best behavior. And it kind of bothered me because she is a little girl. She's learning to grow. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't like that. And sometimes I question, like, how do you talk to her and treat her when I'm not there? Because, like I said, she's four. You know? Four-year-olds, they're gonna, she, she, she likes to talk. You know, I know she likes to talk. She's a very friendly girl. And, you know, like, instead of nurturing her personality and teaching her maybe certain boundaries or certain things she couldn't do, you're out here calling her a pain in the ass. Like, a lot of people think, you know, black girls and, and, and black women are pain in the asses. And this is what you're out here doing. And it's kind of annoying. Like, you know, anyways, we're going to segue a little bit um, because I can't talk about that topic any and like any any longer. I'm going to do like... um a further depth video on it on youtube but yeah i know i always come here so we're gonna talk about oh, oh boy we're gonna oh we're gonna segue and we're gonna talk about like you guys not leaving your kids with anybody right um so i was at daycare today right and i worked there so i was like i said i was in a class of one-year-olds and um there were kids running around, you know, doing their little thing. And, you know, we have certain times where we have to change the kids, right? Certain times we, where we have to change the kids and stuff like that. So, um, this one girl, like, we had somebody in the classroom with a really smelly diaper, right? A really smelly diaper. And I'm just like, who diaper is that? So, the teacher was like, well, right now, everybody's getting diaper changes. So, I'm like, okay, whoever this is, we're going to find out. And a few of the kids had, you know, they pooped or whatever. And they had, like, a bowel movement, which is normal, right? Everybody has it. So, I'm like, okay, that smell has to be gone. You know, I go back, and I'm like, the smell's still there. Like, change this person, change this person. And it was taking a minute for them to be changed. So I went over next to this one little girl, right? And I smelled her. I'm like, oh my goodness, girl. And I didn't like put my nose to her butt, but I just smelled her. And I'm like, oh my goodness. We're going to call her, we're going to call her Classic. Classic needs to be changed. Um, Classic smells or whatever. And the lady, she was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just trying to change the kids that go home first you know that kids are who are there leaving i'm trying to get them changed first and that's understandable everybody has to get changed but i'm like you know this girl has to get changed and you know like Chini, it sounds it smells like she's been sitting in this for a minute and like while we were changing people she had to be the one who because they get changed after nap time. She has to be the one who's been sitting in the poop the longest. Because I've been smelling it and smelling it. And we're, we're trying to figure out what kid it was. 
And I finally said, okay, this is this is her right here. This is a, the, the, the smell I've been smelling. And I knew it was her because every time she would come around, it would smell. But there would always be other kids. And when she wasn't around, I wouldn't smell anything. And once I put two and two together, I'm like, oh, yeah, she needs to change. The same woman who said that the little girl, the one-year-old, has a wagon, that one, is the same one who was like, oh, uh, she, could sit, she could sit in the poop a little bit longer. She's 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 a gangster. She's a G. Yeah, she can send it a little bit longer. Bitch, what? <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. She cannot sit in that shit a little bit longer. Now I should have corrected her, but once again I didn't, because once again I wasn't shocked. Boom, double back to back. Me shocked. And I didn't say anything, and that woman was about to leave for her shift, and I was like, I'm so happy. You gotta go, sis, because I don't, I don't like you, and I don't like that. Like, the first thing you did, I didn't like it. The second thing you did, you, she can't sit in there a little bit longer. Like, no, that's somebody's child, y'all. This is somebody's child. Y'all, this is somebody's child. And I was very, very upset. And I was very, very angry. But I didn't say anything. Because, like I said, I don't want to be a snitch. You know? And I don't know if I should go back to my boss and say something or what. But I don't go back to work for... Ooh. I don't go back to work for a few days. Now, um, I was just wondering if I should say something or not. Because, one... You know, I don't want them to be like, oh, yeah, um, it's, it's you, you a op, you a snitch, you cost my job, da, da, da. I didn't want any of that rowdy stuff, you know, and like, nobody wants to be known as a snitch at work, you know, and I kind of just wanted to leave it to go, let it go, and, you know, just let it go. Can't can't brush it up under the rug because what's under the rug eventually has to, um, you know, come out, right? Come from under there. So I don't want stuff to keep building, building, building up, and then I explode one day. So I'm just like, I'll let it go. But you guys, please, you need to pay attention to your kids and to what they're doing and to what people are saying to and around your kids you cannot just trust your kids with any and everybody um i know at work i would never leave a kid sitting in poop if i know they pooped i would change everybody as quickly as possible and right away and you guys um i would personally never leave somebody in 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 poop and um yeah you know I can't believe she like that. And she has her child. And I'm just like, yeah, so you let your own daughter stand poop. And then, and then, and then. Now, I'm not judging people who smoke. I got people in my family who smoke. So, you smoke, that's your body. I don't got shit to do with that. But, they were talking. And you can talk amongst your coworkers. I talk about stuff all the time amongst my coworkers. I try not to make it too personal. Try not to uh, give away any information, but 
um, this girl was like, all I did was go back to my dorm in college and smoke weed and, and be high, high all day, high all the time. And I'm just like, oh, bro, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for letting me know you're one of those. Y'all, she's one of those. She's one of those black women who, yeah, she's a black woman. No, and no, she's not a dark-skinned black woman. She's not really light-skinned, but she's, like, brownish light-skinned. She's, like, a very, very light brown skin. So, I'm just letting you guys know that... Ooh, and I, I feel like I shouldn't describe her, but it's whatever. Um, I feel like, at the end of the day, being, um... Being a light brown skin, you know, regardless, black woman, that's how you act in. That's why people don't respect respect black women. And I believe one of my other coworkers, I believe she's from the islands. Um, And this is why people from other islands, they don't like this because I do shit like this. Black women do shit like this. Act like this in a workplace. And I noticed that you guys... When you work with kids and stuff, you have to have a lot of patience. I have this one-year-old. He cries every day, all the time. And um, I believe he has. he's going through like a little bit of separation anxiety. But the everybody else, my coworkers, you know, my coworkers, they dismiss his crying. Now, of course, kids cry. But sometimes, you know, kids cry because they don't want to be there. So, also, sometimes kids cry because you're making them uncomfortable. You're not nice to them, you know. And this boy's been crying, 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 crying. And, you guys, I I just feel like, y'all, like, come on now. You know, I feel like when the boy first came in and originally started crying, they probably didn't, like, nurture him, introduce him, make him feel welcomed, you know. And the same, and was it this woman? Oh, yeah, I believe it was her, too. She was like, I wish this woman, no. She was like, I wish this little boy would shut up. Like, now imagine what she says to her own child, bruh. I can just imagine it, but with curses in it. Y'all, this little girl gonna say, I wish this boy would shut up. He's one. One, one, y'all, one, one is some change at most, not even two, haven't even been here on this earth for two years and can't even get people to nurture him properly, now, I love him, he's one of my, he's, he's, every, all the kids are my favorite, but I try to give him extra nourishment because look how these people are treating him, and stuff like this is irritating and I know you guys are like you should definitely inform your boss and unfortunately I don't want to be the work snitch but I have to because if this was my child I would be angry I would be livid I would be ready to um sue and do all this extra shit like I like because I don't play when it comes to my child I don't play play around when it comes to um well I don't have a child but I don't play around when it comes to children or anything of that nature so yeah but hopefully, you guys, um, I don't know. I don't know how you guys are going to have to do it. I don't know if you guys are going to have to. Oh, let me put my phone down. I don't know, but I know before I have kids 
And I can say this before I have kids. Um, everything in life that you want is not a guarantee. But you guys, I'm going to try to have a couple thousand dollars saved up. Or because, you know, when I have kids, I plan to be financially stable and married. But anything could happen. But I'm definitely going to try to have a couple thousand saved up. Uh, for my younger years, I mean, for my younger years, for my years, um, as a new mom with my first children, um, with my first few children, or even all my young children, um, so I can really nourish them because y'all, these daycare centers ain't doing it. And I was watching the Fresh and Fit podcast, and one day he was in, and. I know they're not really a good podcast, but Fit said something that was very, very true. And I didn't really realize who, how true it was, and I kind of dismissed it because he was a man. And that was due to my own ignorance. But I said to him, I said, you know what? I said to him, no, nah, I didn't say it to him. I'm sorry, I'm saying I said to him. I meant to say, he said... The daycare would never nurture your child like the the mom would. If you're really a true and awesome nurturer, and you know what, that's true. That's that's so true. That's true. That's so true. Because working at a daycare center and and seeing what goes on, people don't people don't nurture your kids how you would nurture them. People don't do that. You know, and yeah, they they treat the kids good, and they're not hitting the kids because I I actually worked at a daycare a few years ago in the past when I was a teenager where I had to um call the authorities because they were hitting the kids and I did not like that. They were hitting the kids, and it was just really bad. They were depriving the kids of water. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! I'm doing a full YouTube video on this, but they were depriving the kids of water. So basically, the daycare I worked at a few years ago. Um, they would have this rule, and that's so stupid. Like, I really wish. Well, I did do what I have. To, I did what I had to do. Like I said, I called diapers. But when I was when I worked there, they were like, the kids you play outside, they run around in the hot ass sun, and then when they come inside, they can have water. But they can't have water while while they run outside, right? Like, while they're playing outside in the hot sun, they can't stop and take a break for water. I'm like, what the fuck? That's the stupidest shit ever. Like, they're playing around in the hot-ass sun. They can't have water while they're playing? No, they have to wait till they come back inside. Are you fucking dumb? These And it was black women. It was a bunch of black women, bro. I was so angry, bro. I was so pissed. It was like a bunch of black women. A bunch of, a bunch of black women. Y'all... When I bring it up to my coworker's attention, I said, the boss should put a water cooler outside. And the lady was like, she got all mad because she knew I was speaking the truth. And she was an older black woman, too. And you know how they get mad when the, when the youth starts speaking truth. I told you a story about my grandmother before. Now, of course, this wasn't my grandmother, but she was somebody like her. I said to this to this bitch, because the, the lady who I used to work with at a daycare a couple years ago, I said to this bitch, you know... 
the so-and-so should have a water cooler for the kids. And she was like, no, she don't. She don't need to get nothing. Do your mom have, because, you know, my mom had a daycare. I was like, do your mom have a water cooler for her kids? And I was like, no, but she has water bottles everywhere. My mom, like, in my mom's daycare, she would put water everywhere. And she would always have bottles of water for them. And when they were outside, if they wanted water or something, she gave it to them. Like, and she was just like, oh. And one day, the little boy asked me for water. Now, I'm a child care. I was a child care worker. And I said, if a child comes to me and asks for water, the child is going to get water. I do not care. I do not care, you guys. I don't care. And um, the lady stopped me. She's like, no, he know better. He know he's not supposed to go get that water. He know he's not supposed to get water. Don't give him no water. He know the rules. Bitch, it's 80 degrees outside. And he's running around in the hot sun. And you're telling him he can't come inside to get water? He has to wait till everybody's done outside playing to come inside and get water? That's the stupidest shit I heard. If you're running around in a hot-ass sun, you have to wait for the 30 minutes to an hour you're outside to come inside and get water? Like, to come inside and get water? Are you fucking kidding me? The state says whenever a kid asks for water, you're supposed to give it to them. And I tried to argue with the lady, but I ignored her. And then the other lady tried to explain to me... And I ignored her as well. Like, that don't make no fucking sense. Y'all abusing these kids. And I kind of worked at the daycare through a summer program. So I went to my director and I told her what was going on. And she said, you have to call that face. And I'm like, she's like, I can make the call. You can make a call. But somebody got to make that damn call. And I was just like, bruh, why do I have to call? Why can't, you know, you just talk to them? She's like, no, you have to call them. I'm like, bruh. So I make the call. And when I tell you... They did not, because I went to work the next day, and they didn't know about the diapers case at all. I went to work the following day, and they didn't know about the diapers case. I mean, the diapers case. I went to work the third day. They knew about the diapers case, and they knew that I called. And the lady did not want me working with her anymore. They did not want me with her in her classroom. She was like, I don't care. The lady did not like me after that. (laughs) She was like... Let her sit and be on her phone. I do not care because I had had a phone at the time. She was like, I don't want her in my classroom. She could go sit down and be on her phone, but I don't want her in my classroom because I told them everything that they were doing to the kids. And she was just like, well, if you, she was just like, and then after that, they just had me wash toys and stuff like that. I wasn't really with the kids no more. They just had me wash toys and stuff. And after that, it was only like a day left in the program. I didn't come the last day. Got my check. Got my my checks. And yeah, that's how my job was over. And then a couple months later, I got a job working at Chuck E. Cheese. But yeah, y'all. Like, I think you should really take the time to nourish your kid. I don't think you should uh, send your kid to daycare until they're able to talk. Or until you're able to visually see what's going on. Y'all, if your kid comes home with a diaper rash, you need to address that. Only if you if you have to send your child to daycare, send your child to a day center where um, where you can view the cameras at any time. Where you can look in and um, view the live view at any time to see what's going on. That's what I want to do. Um... If I do need to send my uh, child to daycare when they're infant, I want to be able to see what's going on. I want to be able to see and hear what's going on at all times. Um, because what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Um, and y'all, I'm very, like, very angry that all of this is going on. And this all was happening by black women. 
you know, all the stuff that I named that was going on at these places that I worked at was happening by black women. Now, I'm not going to put the company's name out there. Um, I, I can put the first daycare that I worked at. I don't care. I don't even remember that name. But the company that I'm with now, I can't expose their name because it's a worldwide brand. Um, it cannot be, like, revealed or exposed or anything like that. And you guys will probably never find out where I work because... Uh, yeah! You guys will never find out. But, y'all, keep your kids at home. Um... You never know what somebody's doing to your child. And, yeah. Um, I learned a lot of life lessons when it comes to working at daycares. The first one is, you don't know how people treat your child when you're not around. And I also learned that in my younger years, too. When I was a child myself. And never, because I still remember times. I remember this one time I was at a daycare. And this was, I'm going to say the name of the daycare, um, because this was my daycare that I used to go to when I was a child. It was in Far Rockaway, New York. It's called um, On Our Way Preschool. I believe that was the name. And this lady, Miss J, I remember I was talking and she's like, what did you say? I was like, nothing. She was like, yeah, I heard you. You said a curse. I'm, I didn't say no curse. And she was like, oh, sit down and time out. And I just remember I would always get in trouble and they were like, really mean to me and I felt like they favored light-skinned kids and this was back in the early 2000s I think it was 2007 I was like five years old maybe no 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 I was I had to be there a little earlier than that like maybe four and three but I remember going to their daycare and I was I just remember not liking it I remember them like just being like mean mean and I just remember not liking them you know, like, I just remember as a child, like, they were just mean to me. Like, I don't have any good memories. And there, they had a playground, and it was on the roof, y'all. And even though I had fences up, I don't think a playground should be on the roof. You guys, like, I remember, like, getting pinched when I was in daycare as a child. Like, Y'all, it's, like, I have a lot of trauma. Like, I have a lot of trauma from, like, my childhood that I'm still healing from and stuff. And, you know, like, just seeing what goes on to people's kids in today, not even at daycare, not even at the daycare centers that I worked at, but just in general being around kids and stuff like that, I've seen a lot of stuff going on. And it's important that, um... It's important that you, uh, you know, be mindful, heal all your wounds, and have patience with kids, you know? Have patience with kids. Um, yeah, so, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. I did not anticipate this on being 30 plus minutes long, but hopefully you guys liked it. And yeah, continue to support my content, follow me. On Instagram at Pedals Talking and follow me on Facebook at Flawless. I mean, not Facebook, YouTube at Flawless Rules and subscribe to my channel. Thank you, and I hope you come back again.